This podcast is a great podcast about things going on in the NFL right now, no matter if it's postseason, NFL draft time, or an injury to a player. It's basically like a weekly update. All season, we have predictions, updates, and cool things going around the league right now. I'm Harrison Stewart, and this is the Stewart Sports League Podcast. I hope you enjoy. Hello, guys. What is up today? Um, Guess what we're doing today? We have one, two, three new segments today, guys. Um, Here's what's going to, here's what's coming up. We've got, we just, you just heard the intro. I'm explaining the schedule right now. We have this new segment called Skit Stat. That's where we mention the player of the week. We show their stats. We mention the coach of the week. We show their team stats. And we mention the game of the week. And we link that that game's highlights in the description of this podcast. Um, then we have college commits. Sorry, guys. College commits, which is where we... Uh, so, five-star commits to a certain school of the week. This week, we have Texas A&M. They have the number one recruiting. Uh, I don't know how to say it. I don't know what you say. Um, they're the best at recruiting right now. Um, we have dumbest of the week, which is where we, <clears throat> we mentioned the dumbest prediction or anything someone said or did. In the NFL this week. Um, and then, of course, we have our weekly opinion. The question is, was the Heisman unfair? Um, yeah. So, once we're done with all of that, I'll have a little surprise for you at the end. Hello, hello, hello. It is time for Skit Stat. Here we go. The Player of the Week. Yes, the Player of the Week. Is Jamal, please, Mark Andrews. Sorry, Mark Andrews. He was great in the loss. He did, I want to say, lost in the game. It was great coverage, but he was thrown a two point conversion or thrown a ball. The two-point conversion in the win. Did not catch it, though. Um, which lost him the game. A he- okay, so he had a huge game and loss. Andrews caught 10 of 13 targets for 136 yards and two touchdowns in Sunday's 31-30 loss to the Packers. Andrews, once again, was filling quarterback Tyler Huntley's favorite outlet downfield, which is clear from the start. As the tight end went... For a season-long 100, or sorry, a 43-yard catch on Baltimore's first drive, he sustained his impact afterward, consistently getting the better of opposing safety Darnell Savage, and scored his respective touchdowns from eight and nine yards prior to halftime. Although Andrews was unsuccessfully targeted, targeted on a two-point sorry guys, on a two-point conversion. Late in the fourth, he nonetheless enjoyed another dominant performance as he is as he's now 
managed at least 10 catches for 115 yards in a score in consecutive games, regardless of whether starting signal card Lamar Jackson out with an ankle injury. Returns in Week 16 versus the Bengals. Andrew Andrews will <clears throat> enter that matchup in fantastic form. His stats were great. Let's see, he had 100. Let's see real quick. He had... He had 136 yards, two touchdowns, and 30 fantasy points. His second best performance all year. His first best performance was in Week Five against Indiana, Indi- Indiana, Indianapolis. The Colts. They won that game, 31 to 25. He had 147 yards that game and two touchdowns. He just had a few more yards. <clears throat> he had actually 11 more yards. And a bit more receptions, I would think. Yeah, a bit more receptions. Um, Andrews. Yeah, so Andrews had a great game. The coach of the week is... What is their coach's name? Let me look that up real quick. G. Right. Let's look it up. Find it. Um. Oh, okay. The coach of the week, Dan Campbell. He beat the number, beat the number one seed Arizona. Sorry, Arizona Cardinals. Thirty to twelve. That's saying something. The Cardinals did not have a great game. The Lions did. Dan Campbell had a great game. The stats of the game. Let's see. Jared Goff. He completed 21. He completed 21 and attempted 26 of his passes. Um, he had 216 yards, three passing touchdowns. Rushing, Craig Reynolds. 26 carries, 112 yards, 4.3 yards average, zero touchdowns. Receiving Amon Ra St. Brown, eight receptions, 90 yards, 11.2 yards per reception, and one touchdown. Um, Josh Reynolds. Six receptions, 68 yards, 11.3 yards per reception, and one touchdown. Um, Let's see the best. This is not really the best, but he had 16 yards average per reception. He had one reception for 16 yards. That's funny. Um, that's it. Def- defensively, he had seven tackles. Five assists, one point five sacks. Um, AJ Parker six tackles, zero assists, and zero sacks. Um, yeah, the defense did pretty well actually. Kick return, Godwin. I don't know. I'm not gonna even try. Actually, I will. Igwebuki. There we go. I'm white. Um. He had one return for 17 yards. 
That's it. Um, part return. Uh, sorry. Um, Khalif Raymond, two returns, 24 yards. Zero touchdowns. Um, I guess he had zero, 12 fantasy points. Kicking, Riley Patterson, three, three out of three field goals. He had 100% kicking percentage, of course. His longest field goal was 47 yards. He had 12 fantasy points, I would guess. Oh, wait. Three, six. Oh, no. He scored 12 points. Um, he got three, six, nine, plus the three touchdowns. Three times four is... B- 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 12. I'm punting Jack Fox. He had... He punted for... How many times did he punt? I don't know. Does it say? You know, punted for 133 yards. Average per punt was 44.3. He had one punt inside the 20. That was a great, great, great uh, performance by the Lions. Terrible performance by the Cardinals. Um, both teams are good, though. No matter, like, you might not say the Detroit Lions are good, but they could beat your football team any day of the week unless you play in the NFL, then. Probably going to be your team, but okay. Let's go to the game of the week. The game of the week is the Packers and the Ravens. Um, it was just a great game. I'll leave the link to that game down below in the description. Um, make sure you go check out that the highlights of that game. The game was crazy. It was super close. Um. Yeah, it, it was just it was just a great game. Um. Okay, now, and that's over. We can get into the college commits of the week. We have Texas A and M up Winston Watkins, the five star. Let's see. Let's go check the. Go here. Winston Watkins. I can't find him. Where'd he go? Oh, there he is. He's the number one wide receiver in the nation. He's committed to Texas A&M. Yes. Winston Watkins Jr. is committed to Texas A&M. He went to IMG. IMG Academy. Um, IMG, IMG Academy is the number two high school in the nation. Um, Denver Harris, everybody's talking about that one. Denver Harris. Let's see, he's five star. I can find him. There he is. Denver Harris, a five star cornerback. He's committed to Texas A&M. We signed him. Whatever that, okay. Um, I think he went to North Shore. He did go to the North Shore. North Shore is in Texas. My high school has played him a couple of times. I don't go to high school, but my dad's high school. He coaches him. Um, yeah. 
Jennifer Harris just committed. Let's go to Connor Wayman, the number one recruit in Texas. Uh, let's see if we can find him real quick. Mm, Connor, where are you at, man? Uh, there's Tyrod Taylor, Spencer Rattler, uh, Connor Wayman. There he is. Okay. He plays f- baseball, too, looks like. Um... He's the number one quarterback in the state. He's 100% committed. He's number one on at on three sports. Consistent, consensus team recruiting ranks. Texas A&M. Okay. Connor Wayman. So... There's Connor Wayman. There's Denver Harris. There's Chris Marshall. Noah Thomas. Donovan Green. And P.I. Williams. Martel Harris. Bobby Taylor. Okay. Got a lot of people. And they're all in Houston. All right. Um, okay, now, let's talk about Shamar Stewart. Shamar Stewart. Shamar Stewart, sorry. Jumpboy Mar on Instagram is number three linebacker in the nation. Number four or five um, recruit in the nation. Um, he is, he's down to his top three. Everybody thinks he's going to go to Miami. Honestly, I don't want him to go to Miami, but I think he is only because he's from Florida. And everybody thinks he's just going to go to Miami. He's down to Texas A&M in Georgia. So Texas A&M is the furthest away from his home, but he really liked it. So, but also nobody thinks Georgia is going to be part of it. So why do you think, I think it's Miami a&M, and then Georgia in last place. Um, I truly do think he's going to go to A&M. He's just been posting more about A&M on Instagram and Twitter than he is about any other college. Um, yeah, that's that, that was quick. That's it for college commits. Um, we can move on to our next segment. Dumbest of the week. Here we go. Okay. For the dumbest of the week, we have the situation with the Bucks and the Saints. You know, every, um, for Monday Night Football, the pregame, I don't know what you call it. Was it mine? Yeah. Monday Night Football, the pregame predictions. Um... I think every one of us know how that went. Um, the Bucks. It was it was a game between the Bucks and the Saints, and I'm calling everybody dumb except Drew Brees. Um, the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They were getting a little cocky, 
coming off a one, two, three, four game win streak. All awfully close except the first one considering their opponent. Um they barely beat the Bills. Beat them in overtime. Let me lower the mic real quick. Okay. They barely beat the Bills. In overtime. Um the Bills aren't really doing too well right now either. Their defense is not doing great. Um and the Saints, let's look at the Saints. How have they been? The Saints have been I can't really see their Okay, here we go. They're coming off a Ooh. Dang. Oh. Major win over the Jets. A thirty to nine win. They weren't really Saints don't really get cocky. That was their first win with Taysom Hill under center. Um the first game they lost to the Dallas Cowboys. That's respectable. Um and that was Taysom Hill's first game starting in the season. <clears throat> um sorry, I keep bumping the mic. I don't know, it was just a dumb decision by everybody. I would have picked the Saints too, honestly. Um, the Saints did great last week. They did great this week. They've got the Dolphins next week. Um, yeah, I think that was a really dumb uh, decision for everybody except Drew Brees. Drew Brees, everybody thought he went out on a limb, went out on a limb. No, I think it was a perfectly good idea to take the Saints over the Buccaneers because the Buccaneers are, like I said, they weren't coming off a really good, they, they were coming off of, they were coming off a four-game win streak, like I said, all of them were awfully close considering their opponent, yeah, so. That is the dumbest of the week. Everybody except Drew Brees in the pregame predictions for Monday Night Football. Hello. Here's my first weekly opinion that has to do with college. The question is, was the Heisman unfair? The Heisman, I feel like, was unfair. Heismans are usually given to the best offensive player. Last time a defensive player won it was, I don't know. Last time a defensive player won it, I can tell you that it was a long time ago. Adam Hutchinson is a great college football player. I honestly don't think he's ready for the NFL. Um, I don't think he's ready for the NFL just because this is going to be funny to most of you, but when I do um, the 2022 NFL mock draft, it says when I pick him first, for the Detroit Lions, when I pick him first, it gives me a C for the grade of the draft. I just smacked the mic again. Do that a lot, don't I? Um, I think the Heisman was unfair. It's usually given to the best offensive player. Um, offensive player was Bryce Young. In Alabama, I don't know what to put my script. In Alabama, the Alabama quarterback, Crimson Tide quarterback. Um, Adam Hutchinson. Oh, it was that other edge rusher, rusher, Thibodeau, right? 
defensive. I'm trying to do two things at once. Sorry, test it in. Trying to do two things at once. There we go. Charles Woodson of the University of Michigan. Well, isn't that um coincidental? Is the only primary defensive player to win the award, beating out favorite Peyton Manning, quarterback of the University of Tennessee in 1997. That was over 24 years ago. 24 years ago, a defensive player won it. So it's really hard for a defensive player to win the Heisman. I don't think that's fair. You have to consider how good their stats are for a defensive player, and you also have to consider how good their stats are for an offensive player. If it's hard to get over, like, 20 sacks in a season, and you don't think 20 is a lot of sacks, 20 is really good for a college player. And also, whatever, I don't know. Uh, who were the Heisman finalists? Let's see that. Who were... The highs crap. Yeah. Finalist. Okay, who are the Heisman finalists? Uh oh. How is Kyle Trask doing? This is not the right one. 2021. Who are the Heisman finalists? Okay, I know Matt Corral, Kenny Pickett. No, Matt Corral wasn't even. No, it was Kenny Pickett, CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, and one defensive player. It's hard enough to get nominated for a Heisman, even harder to win it. Because last time it was won by a defensive player was 1997. I think it was right. Bryce Young, he is good. You can't, don't get me wrong. Bryce Young is good. But I don't think he is better than. Actually, Bryce Young is good. He was should have been runner up behind Aiden or Adam Hutchinson's. I don't know his name. Uh, let's see. There is Aiden Hutchinson's. He is an edge rusher. Um, Kenny Pickett, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, and Aiden Hutchinson's all three quarterbacks. When you're a quarterback, it's really easy for a D1 school. If you're, obviously, you can't win the Heisman if you're not D1. Okay. Um. Joe Burrow, Kyle Murray, Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson. Okay, sorry. I don't know what I was doing there. What was I talking about? Okay. In the Hutchinson's, he had a great year. Let's go to his stats. 
Aiden Hutchinson's. There he is. Stats. Let's look at him. Without him, I feel like they wouldn't have been as good. Michigan wouldn't have been as good as they were. Michigan was 12 and 1. 12 and 1. He had 58 tackles, 14 sacks, two forced fumbles, zero interceptions. He did good. He did good. No, not good. He did great. He did great. Honestly, like, this is a. Is he? Okay, he is a senior. 58 solo tackles, 14 sacks, two force fumbles. It doesn't really tell me how many tackles for a loss he had, but, um,. I think he should have been the Heisman winner. CJ Stroud, third place. Kenny Pickett, fourth. Because Kenny Pickett didn't even lead. Um, he, di he didn't even lead the Pittsburgh Panthers to like the top 25, I think. Let's see their record. Okay. They were 13. But still, like, that's not. What I'm trying to say is, I think it was rigged. It's too easy for an offense player to win it. Chase Young should have won it. No, that's not true. If Joe Burrow was not there, Chase Young still, I don't think, would have won it because it's rigged. Alright. It is rigged. That's my weekly opinion. My weekly opinion is the Heisman Trophy winning, like, the ability to win a Heisman Trophy is rigged. That's all I'm saying. Um, That's it for my weekly opinion. The Heisman was unfair. Thank you for listening to the Stewart Sports League podcast. I really do hope you enjoyed. This is Harrison Stewart. Make sure to check the description down below with all the links in it. Thank you again. I hope you enjoyed. I'll see you next Tuesday. Bye-bye.